0: Hey everyone, welcome to In Between Breaths. This is podcast episode two, and this is the podcast where we go deep into relationships, family, romantic friendships, and of course the relationship with yourself. We're here to start by telling our stories. In episode two today, Alana is going to tell her story about her relationship that suddenly ended, and. Real excited to hear about that. In our first episode, I talked about my relationship that recently ended and and how it happened and what I'm feeling from it. So if you missed that, go ahead and go back to episode one and give it a listen. But we're real excited to hear all the things that Alana has to tell us and for me to shut up for a little while and listen to her.
1: (laughs) Thanks for such a, a lovely introduction. Uh, so today I'm going to be talking about, um, my, which happens to be my, not only my last relationship, but one of the most significant relationships that I've had. This relationship spanned, uh, just over nine years, which is a pretty significant amount of time. Um, you know, the relationship started as a friendship which was fantastic because we just really enjoyed each other spending time with each other. And we never seemed to run out of things to talk about or to laugh about. We just genuinely enjoyed each other's company. But once we started dating, things got very serious very quickly. I guess it's because like we did have the friendship beforehand. So we were already very comfortable with one another but we ended up moving in together very quickly, which probably in hindsight, which wasn't the best idea. So that caused some issues in our relationship while it was still brand new that we really didn't have the capacity to handle. So while we were living together, he actually had to move out of state for a while for a job we decided that it would be very difficult for us to continue the relationship the way that it was. And it would be unfair to have those expectations of one another. So we decided to break up, which didn't last very long because he ended up coming home much sooner than expected. Although during that time, he had another relationship in which... He was under the impression that he was to become a father. That was just a really terrible, terrible time for us because we both knew that we wanted to be together, but I had to make a decision if that was something that I could handle. I did actually decide that I loved him enough that I was willing to deal with that in order to continue being with him. Thankfully, that was not actually the case. Unfortunately, she had lied about the entire situation. Although I breathed a sigh of relief, I think that did some irreparable damage to our relationship. So that was pretty much, that was a turning point for us. And looking back, I really feel like after that, our relationship was just different. And for whatever reason, I don't know if it was my insecurities. I feel like I tried so hard to make it work, to do things that would make him happy. It was a detriment to my mental health because I got myself to a point where I just felt that I wasn't good enough because I wasn't, the fact of the matter was I wasn't getting what I needed to get from the relationship, but I just kept thinking that it was my fault. And, you know, it continued like that for a while. And then all of a sudden things got very strained between us. Like we stopped seeing each other less. Um, in between seeing each other we stopped communicating as much the friendship that we always had the the jokes and the funny pictures and things like that just stopped and then all of a sudden i would i started realizing that you know he would say he would call me back but i would always be the one calling back and then one day he said that he would call me back and I was hurt because he broke plans again. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna call him back because that's that's not fair. And he just disappeared. Never called, never texted. So the only thing that I could think was that's what he wanted. You know, he he didn't wanna see me anymore. He did not wanna talk to me anymore. And didn't wanna be chasing someone. So I just let it go. I just kept thinking that he was gonna call or, you know, just anything, just reach out. And then that was in early November, a year and a half ago. And I was like, well, he's definitely gonna call me for the holidays, you know, right? No, nothing. Once I finally got it through my head that it was over and it was done, I just went into like a tailspin because not only did i lose a friend but i lost my relationship i didn't know why i had no reasons why and you know i i like to be able to put things in little boxes and understand you know why i'm in this situation why i'm feeling this way and i had no answers for that you would think that the person that you were in a relationship with for that long that they would have enough respect for you to give that to you or at least you know give me the opportunity to find out why it took me quite a long time until I realized that I don't need to know what his reasoning was because regardless of what it was what he did is not okay. I have more respect for myself than to be chasing a relationship like that because I spent this time building a relationship with myself and building myself back up. You know, during the lockdown, I had lots and lots of time to sit and think about everything. I'm still not 100% okay with it because there's, like I said, there's still the question why, but I don't think about him every day. I don't still want to be with him, but I'm, I'm on, I'm on the journey to getting back to the person that I was and being happy by myself. And also realizing that I don't need a man or a relationship to define me because I know that if I'm not happy with myself, then it doesn't matter who it is. I'm not going to be fully happy with anybody else.
0: Wow. Thank you for, thank you for sharing that. So honestly and openly I have, I have so many questions and you know, so many things that I identify with in that story I mean, number one being that when you don't have the answers that you're looking for, when a relationship ends, how do, you, how do how did you decide to say, I'm not gonna look for answers anymore, or did you?
1: Well, it was, I think, more of the realization that it kind of doesn't matter what he says because like let's just say that he said that he wasn't in love with me like having that information is not going to help me right. so i literally sat and i thought about you know every reason that it could possibly be and then thought about like okay well if that was it how would it make me feel and nothing that i could think of would make me feel any better i think it was more of the fact of how it happened yeah. Not what happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I mean, any got any relationship that I, I felt like I needed those answers where I needed to know why, when I found out why it didn't make it better, didn't make me feel better. It didn't right. all of a sudden give me closure that, that people, you know, say they need it actually most of the time just made it worse because I spent right. so much time not accepting that it was over, I was holding on to the fact that, oh, maybe I did something wrong. Maybe like I can fix this. Like that's what the, I felt like the reason was for me is so I can go and fix it and be in denial for a little bit longer.
1: Right. Does that seem true for you? Yeah, for sure. That definitely resonates with me. There's no reason, like, think about it. It's just any relationship I mean, none of it's going to like no reason is going to make you feel better. Like it really won't. I just I, there,
0: there's a reason that would make me feel better. They would be like, if they came to me and they're like, "I broke up with you so that you could win ten million dollars," I feel a little <laughs> better. I feel a little better. I mean, I'd be like, "Well, that's that's cool. That's really nice
1: of you." Yeah, but if you're really in love with someone, would you rather ten million dollars or the love of your life.
0: Well, no, but they're already broken up with me, so I'd, I'd take the money. So I'd it doesn't like, matter. Okay. I'd be like, that's a cool uh, breakup, Griff. Thank you. Thank you.
1: That's that's a fair point. That's a fair <laughs> point. But it's just, um, I had a lot of relationships in which I didn't respect myself enough to demand the things that I needed. Mm. And that's really big here. Like that's a huge, I was always the one making the compromise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that brings me to a question I had about when you decided to break up for a while and, mm -hmm. you know, did you guys make the agreement that it was okay to see other people? And if you did, were you okay with that at the time?
1: So, I actually was because he was all the way in Utah and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to see him for at least eight months. Yeah. And we were still young. You know, we were in our mid to late twenties, you know, at that point in my life, I still wanted to get married and have kids And like, that's what I needed in my life at that time. And I really felt that I couldn't wait. And also like, it's really hard to have a relationship that way. And to, you know, it's just, I wanted him, I wanted both of us to be able to live our lives and enjoy ourselves. And I firmly believe that, you know, if this was meant to be, then when he came home, then we would revisit it. And, you know, if we still felt the same way about each other, then we would get back together because I knew that that's what was going to happen. You know, not that like, I really enjoyed thinking about the fact like thinking about him being with someone else, obviously.
0: Well, I'm just curious, you know, and that, you know, because after all that, after the, the news with the, with the kid and seeing, and, you know, having that other person that was in his life, you know, be, for a while, part of your life, you know, did you feel mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I I've been through similar situations and I know the, the word that comes up for me is I felt like I was abandoning myself a little bit that I was, I had to take a piece of me and kind of just say, no, you be quiet. You don't, don't get to talk right now. And we're just going to accept this situation and be okay with it. And I'm curious yeah, how that felt, if that felt any similar for you.
1: It it definitely did. The biggest thing for me that was going through my mind at that point was I was upset that he was going to have a child, his first child, and he was going to experience that with someone other than me yeah. because I wanted to be the one to share that experience with him. Yeah. So that was a really hard pill to swallow.
0: If you, if I'm, I I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was just, I was just curious, you know, if it had turned out that he was going to have a kid, do you think things would have been different?
1: What do you mean different?
0: Like, would you still have wanted to take him back if he was willing
1: Yeah, like because he spent the next six months proving to me that that like what he wanted was our our relationship. Yeah.
0: Wow. A lot of twists and turns in that story. I I wasn't I wasn't expecting to hear the 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 whole breakup and kids. And yeah, that's uh, that's heavy. Thank you. Yeah, it
1: really was. That was a really dark time.
0: But good for, for you me. because it it did it did at least show that you know you were willing to fight what you, for what you wanted, right? And you know no matter how the relationship turned out. I mean, I feel like hearing your story that I can honestly say that it sounds like you did everything you could to fight for that relationship.
1: Yeah, because I believed in it. Yeah, you know, and we were really. Like he was someone that I felt 100% comfortable with. And that is very rare for me. Like, I mean, I don't feel like I have like, you know, body issues and things like that. Like, and I was so comfortable around him because I knew that he loved me wholeheartedly and unconditionally. Or at least that's what i believed at the time yeah and I, I felt that way and i felt comfortable telling him things that i hadn't told anybody about my life yeah
0: and i think that's really the hardest part about breaking up and for anybody is especially after a long period of time you feel like so comfortable around this person you're like we did all of this work and now it's gone right and yeah, that level of comfort, especially for some of us, is very hard to come by. I mean, you can't just meet someone off the street and just be like, you know, just start off nine years down the road and have all that history, and and right. it's just it just doesn't happen. You're like, wow, now I got to start all over again. But now you get to start all over again, which is also a little exciting because it
1: is. It is. So, you know, once you get over the dating part. Mm um, getting to know someone is exciting. Yeah, it is. You know, having those in those first conversations, it's, I, you know, I really enjoy talking to people. I enjoy meeting new people. So that's, to me is the best part about, about dating.
0: Well, that's great for you because I do not enjoy meeting new people. A lot of the time (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, nah. I'd rather like hang out with people I know already. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I'm a super introvert, at least not anymore in my life. But um, you know, there's there's a lot of me that I still don't feel comfortable sharing with others, and um, and you know, I'd rather I'd rather not. So good for you for for wanting to be out there and enjoying. Meeting people,
1: well, you know, you don't have to put all I'm not putting all of myself out there yet. You know, there's parts of me that I keep close because you know, you don't just share all of you with anybody, you know. But if I've learned anything, is that being uncomfortable means that you're growing, you know, you can't grow and learn. And move forward without a little bit of unease and discomfort. That's true. And I've definitely stayed in relationships where I was comfortable solely for that reason.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I really wanted to ask. I uh, said, so uh, you know, did you did you want to stay in this relationship that you just talked about because it was comfortable?
1: I'm sure that was part of it because it was easy yeah you know like there was literally nothing that i would not share with him nothing
0: yeah and i think that's like that's kind of that's the reason that 90 percent of us stay in relationships that maybe have ended long before long after they've ended because it's comfortable right who wants who wants to just give that away. I don't right. want to give away my comfort. I love being comfortable. But exactly. you're right. We we don't grow very much when we're comfortable. Mm-hmm. We grow when it's a little bit uncomfortable, when people are pushing us and you know the I know in my relationship, the, I I grew so much when the other person was pushing me right and part of me really liked that and really excited me and the other part of me was like leave me alone
1: yeah stop that <laughs> but
0: it you can't you 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 need that in a relationship it's not worth staying in a relationship unless the other person at least i think is pushing you to be your best
1: right i said that to you the other day like when you're in a relationship not only should the other person be pushing you to be a better person, but you should want to be a better person for yourself and for the other person in the relationship. Yeah. You know, like that's a, that's part of a healthy relationship.
0: Yeah. Well, I I mean, I, I definitely think that the whole want to be a better person for yourself and for your goals is you know is is just a byproduct of of a good relationship as as you said I mean it's it's just it just kind of happens naturally right and yeah I, I mean I I gotta say that's one thing I miss about being single I need someone to just kick me in the butt sometimes and be like hey I see what you're doing I see it. I see what you're doing over there. <laughs> you're sitting around being comfortable, right? It's mm, mm, not gonna fly with me, right? So I got to. We got to. We got to do that for ourselves. I, I have to wake up every morning and and think, what can I do better today? And I think it's gonna make me just a much more solid person because the only person I have to answer to as to why my life isn't working out is myself
1: right and that's a you know that's a huge realization and you know the fact that you are as far as i'm concerned as far as i can see you're really tackling that head on you know like you're really committing to making yourself better
0: i don't know how this podcast just started focusing on me I stole the show from you you are that's like you,
1: that's because you talk too much
0: I know it is <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the introverted talker too much
1: it's, exactly it's
0: it's weird it's weird I shouldn't I shouldn't uh I shouldn't well, No, I should it, shut you more. know
1: this is <laughs> you're you know I'm talking about things that are resonating with you and you know it's absolutely it's completely normal yeah
0: and and these are these are part of our ground rules that we wrote down always be honest and uh oh here's a good one never belittle x's this is what we wrote down we said never belittle X's. i think that's, yeah, that's- a
1: it's or, not fair because they're not here to uh, defend themselves and that's just not right because if we were to yeah. sit here and say terrible things about them we wouldn't be we'd be terrible people
0: yeah I mean right? I, I also kind of think is you know at least for any relationship that we spent any immeasurable amount of time with and put any kind of effort into is it kind of reflects poorly on us. If we said, well, I was with this horrible person for, you know, wh- however many years, how does that that's reflect true. on me?
1: Well, I was definitely with a horrible person <laughs> in my early twenties. Uh-huh. He was, he wasn't a good person. And yeah. that he, yeah, he was physically abusive. So that's, yeah. there's, you know, good people don't put their hands on, on other people.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, you uh, learn that in, in kindergarten, keep your hands to yourself, right?
0: Yeah, probably. I don't know. <laughs> kindergarten was such a long time ago. I mean, God, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky I, I learned how to play with Play-Doh in kindergarten. <laughs> I certainly don't remember it, but yeah. So I just wanted to cut in and we're, we're recording this part after the fact, because I noticed that in such a serious moment as as I do, I try to deflect this whole thing with, with humor. And I wanted to apologize to you and to everyone that's hearing this about doing that, because this is a very, very serious subject. And I didn't want anyone to think that I wasn't taking it seriously, um, so. Uh, I just wanted to name that right now that I felt deeply uncomfortable and I tried to crack a joke and that was, uh, that. I don't feel like that was okay.
1: It, you know, that's okay. It's complete. It's a completely normal reaction to have. You know, people often make jokes when they're uncomfortable. And, you know, for my part, I completely just, you know, threw that on you. You weren't expecting it. You weren't ready for it. And, you know... You handled it the best way that you could in the moment. You know, I didn't feel that you were belittling my situation at all. So, I just want to make sure that you know that. Uh,
0: I, I definitely appreciate that and um, I, think, um, I think it would be great if we dived into this subject in an entire other podcast because I think it deserves time and respect and uh a really deep look and i think a lot of people would um appreciate getting to know a little more about that and um yeah i i would love to know more about that because i know that during this time i i didn't i mean we didn't have much of a relationship so i don't really know much about it so i'd like to find out more
1: yeah well and you know i would Obviously, it was a very painful time for me, um, but I would love to share my story because if my story could help just one other person, then that would be fantastic. I mean, domestic violence is something that lots of people deal with, and it's something that people are very ashamed of. They, you know, a lot of people don't report it. They don't discuss it, and um, I'm willing to discuss it to, you know, show people that you know, it's okay. It's not, you know, it's not your fault, and it's not the end of the world. You know, you can come out of it, and you can,
0: you so. you you'll
1: be happy again. You can have a successful relationship. It's, you know it's okay. Yeah.
0: And, uh, I think those are important points to, to have that it's, you know, there, there is, there is more there, you know, there is something on the other side of that. And, um, I I think more than one person will be interested in, to your, to your point, if you just help one person, I mean, you would help me because myself being a victim of physical violence in my life, I know, I know that it would help me. And I know that it would probably help at least, if not way more than one other person. So um, I'd really love to give the time that it deserves. So thank you for naming that. And thank you for putting that through. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll get back to our, our podcasts here that we so rudely, I don't want to say rudely, but we interrupted because we wanted to, you know, we wanted to, really illustrate that this is important to us so let's let's get back to it i I really got a lot out of listening to your story because it it told me that you know a lot of things that we deal with in breakups and different relationships is and are things that everyone deals with things that everyone feels and you just feel so alone when when you go through a breakup, like no one's ever felt this before, but it's so universal how love and, and loss and, you know, relationships and, you know, different battles we have and different feelings that come up. You know, they may be all different situations, but the, the emotions, the, the, the heartache, the, the, you know, just trying to work it out, I feel like it's always the same
1: right well and that's comforting to think about that you know other people have dealt with this other people have gotten through this you know it it kind of gives you a good feeling to know that okay well if so and so can do it I can do it you know that's
0: right that's right yeah it uh it kind of brings a solace that uh that we're gonna get through it even though we don't think we are.
1: Right, and and you think you're going to be stuck in that rut forever, but you you won't.
0: Yeah, appreciate that reminder because I I do feel like I'm going to be stuck in this rut forever, but... um, You um, you won't,
1: I'll come dig you out if I have to. Oh,
0: good, good, thanks. Don't (laughs) hit me with the shovel. Um, (laughs) I don't have the teaser for the next episode, so... I think we're just going to have to end it and, and, um, thank everyone for being here and listening to our stories and pretty soon we'll have things like emails, maybe social media or something where you can send in your stuff and your ideas for the show and battles that you've had with relationships and we can talk about it, but for now we'll bid you farewell. And, uh, I I apologize that was so formal, but thanks for listening. (laughs) I'm Scott.
1: And I'm Alana.
0: I'll see you next time.
1: Take care.